Welcome to the More Tea Vicar podcast, um, the August sessions covering Live, Love, Give, Go. Um, this is from B&A Church in Bristol with James Stevenson and Wayne Massey. And we're talking through the rhythms and the practices that we think uh, help us follow Jesus' disciples in our world and in our culture. So today we're going to talk about Go, which we call Go and Share. So, James, talk to me about going. The first thing to note is that as Christians in the West, and in particular in Bristol, uh, which would be described as post-Christian by lots of people, that going can be um, perceived to be something that the professional Christians do, and actually is something that most of our friends don't want us to do, because quite frankly that would make us weirdos. And so as we think about going, we need to recognise that our default position as Christians is that we have become prisoners of secularism, um, where everyone around us, quite frankly, would like us to be quiet. So I was having a conversation with somebody this morning who was talking about an invitation to Alpha that they issued over WhatsApp to a parents group at um, their child's school. And um, they were told by one member of that WhatsApp group that that wasn't an appropriate thing to share. Um, but yet somebody else's small business was an appropriate thing for somebody else to share in that setting. So there is, there is a spiritual dynamic that we need to recognise is at play in this setting as we think about what it means for us to go and share. Um, I think also I need to recognise that in my own heart, I was hostile to other people sharing. So I remember a, um, a, a punting trip because that was the kind of thing that I got invited on when I was at university. <clears throat> Q teasing from Wayne. Um, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> and and I went along with a bunch of Christians, thinking that we were just going out on a nice sunny day. And then suddenly somebody started sharing the gospel, and I found myself arguing against this person, thinking you're wrong. I'm um, coming from a more liberal Christian point of view, and, and actually that I can pinpoint that as one of the first occasions that I I genuinely heard the gospel outside of a setting where my parents were present, and and that was the first in a chain of events that led to me um, knowing that I needed to hear something like this. If you were with us uh, for episode one, one, you'll have heard the lawnmower, and um, we were talking about the size of gardens where we're, we're recording, which are absolutely tiny. Um, it's back again. And this is, yeah, and, and this, isn't, it's, this isn't weeks later, this is literally <laughs> minutes later. Anyway, so, so, anyway, so sometimes we, we need to recognise that actually in, in our own journeys, it took multiple hearings of the gospel for us to come to a recognition that this was something that um, was true and I, des- I desperately need the saving work of Jesus Christ which I think is the first thing I want to say um, when we think about going is that I go because I'm saved I know that I have been saved from my sin from death and from hell and and I'm so grateful for the intervention of Jesus Christ in history, um, making a way back to the Father for me. And it, and it wasn't the first time that I heard that, that I believed it. I needed to hear it on multiple occasions. That's a bit culture doesn't like. So, so this week I wrote a sermon um, for somebody, uh, as in a group of people, on uh, a parable Jesus talks about the weed and the wheats and about how they grow up together. And then the farmer separates them and the weeds are thrown into the fire yeah. and the wheat is taken into the barn. Uh, and the truth of the gospel is that outside of Jesus, we're all weeds. Mm. Uh, we're all destined for the fire. And we don't like hearing that, which is one of the reasons we step back from 
but if we have received Jesus, we have been changed. The Bible says we have become new creations, we've been born again. And so therefore something has happened to us that is, has cosmic significance, yep. and that therefore has cosmic significance for everyone. Okay, saved. And saved. And then when we understand that we're saved, we understand that we're sent, because we know that actually there's a world out there that also needs to hear the same message. Because why is this a message that only I can hear? Um, and is just for me. Why would why would Jesus intervene just to save me? This is for everyone. And so when I go to the places I go to, I understand that I am not just travelling from the place that I was before. So when I go from uh, this conversation to one of our little churches, I am not just going um, uh, in a line on a map. I am coming from. Um, well, this isn't heaven, but I, I'm 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 taking an understanding that I am sent to those places. When I go to um, the, the school run later on, I, I am sent there from heaven. So wherever, wherever we show up as Christians, we are sent and we're sent from another place. And that other place is the kingdom of God. And it is the number one job description of every Christian. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptize mm. them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey all I have commanded you. Every Christian is sent on the mission of God. And, and it, it's and, 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 and that is our that is what we are to be all in for. We're not like footballers who played for Team X and now play for Team Y. And when we score a, te- a goal against Team X, we're like, oh, I didn't really mean that. Actually, yeah. we're all in for Team Y. Yeah. We're all in for the kingdom of God. And the king has sent yeah. us. And, and, and yeah, it, it, it's so important for so us to understand so, that. But it's, it's crucially important. It doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't, you do, it's not about being a vicar or being yeah. a leader of a little church. Yes. If you are a parent, if you are retired, if you are an engineer, if you work in a shop, if you drive a bus, whatever, it is, that, is your, that is secondary to having been saved by Jesus and becoming new in him and having been sent by Jesus. Everything else is secondary. Amen. And, um, and, and we have to recognise that actually the, the recent history of the church is that we have sent people overseas and they have been viewed as missionaries. And the lie that that unintentionally bred within the church is that we live in a Christian country and you are not sent. Only the people that go overseas are sent and we would call them um, mission partners, but then forget our partnership in mission back here in the UK. Yep. And as the hostility to the gospel has grown in a post-Christian nation, um, we have preferred to think of ourselves as static rather than sent. Or not preferred to think of ourselves, but actually we have become static rather than sent. So saved, sent, and then we share. We share what we have um, and who we are. So actually, uh, when we think of ourselves as, um, as saved and sent, then we go to places knowing that we have something that um, is given to us by grace through faith, and we want to share that with others. So that's a, so. Question would be: So why why share? Why not tell? Because we hear lots of people tell the good news. Um, because in in terms of people's readiness to receive, um, you might want to look up the Engel scale, um, which is a good um, piece of research or um, or theory, and then um, uh, the the kind of spiritual pathway stuff that we've seen recently. I'm sure you can find that on on um, Google or any other internet um, explorer. Um, so th- there are different ways and not, not everyone will be ready to hear at the first instance. And it may be that just saying to people, I'm a Christian and I pray and I would love to pray for you. Um, would you like me to pray for you now or at another point? Um, 
or just sharing your story of how things have turned about. There's a, a resource on um, the Go page of the website that shows you how you can share your six-word story, so how you share your story of faith in less than 30 seconds with somebody. So I think that's a key point. So I'm going to say I, I, I don't like cake. I like, yeah. I, like, uh, I like banana bread. I like what we call in Ireland barn brack, which is like a, and I like Christmas cake without the icing, like yeah. a fruit cake. But other than that, I don't like cake. And so if I walk into your house and you say, when would you like some cake? And I go, no, thank you. You've shared that yeah. desire to offer me cake. If you shove cake down my face and force me to have it, I'm not quite sure you're winning me over. No. And, and so, it's an, so we say share because it's an attitude thing. We've got this amazing thing, Jesus, and we want to share him with you, but we want to do it open-handedly because that's grace and, God, and love as opposed to saying, you must take this cake, you must, and shoving it down throats. Yeah. So that's the key thing about why we say share. And, and it may just be, it could be anything from um, one of our friends who's a little church leader who will often um, give things to people. And when the other person responds, thank you, what can I do? In her head, she's, she's saying, actually, I'm going to need you to do something at some point in the future for me. And it's give your life to jesus but she doesn't, but tell, she them doesn't that. tell them that but she's she's praying that prayer yeah because in sharing food or sharing a gift with them that's what she's she's doing and then uh, another friend um who was very involved um in churches in the states and he went to see john wimber and said i, I want to learn how to um to to do ministry in the holy spirit and, and john wimber said to him well go away and pray for 500 people um, at different point, you know, not all at the same time. Pray for the first five hundred people you meet who are injured, pray for their healing, and then come back to me. <laughs> Apparently, he was the only person who ever responded to John Wimber's invitation to do that. But he knew he had a gift of healing, and he didn't just sit on it. He practiced it, and he practiced it with the people who weren't in church, but people who weren't Christians. And funnily enough, multiple years later, he's somebody who can exercise a gift of healing. And um, so it's it's knowing what we have to share and practicing that, and 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 the intent with that is really important because we will easily default back into be quiet stay where you are please don't offend us which is what the world around us is telling us if you've been listening to these in order you'll see how they build so first of all we live a life with god in our relationship mm. with him and that softens our hearts it, it grows our love for jesus it grows our understanding of him uh we we love one another uh, in community and we love those who don't yet know jesus in community and that 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 softens our hearts towards other people and then on the basis of that we understand that we've discovered this new family and this new relationship and and we want to share uh, and we share that because we we know who he is and we also know he sent us and we share it because actually we know it's free and we and 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 whether or not you say yes or no to me doesn't affect my standing before you or before jesus um um, but we we hold him out with an open hand um and we do whatever we can so if we're good at telling we tell if we're good at praying we pray sometimes we you know we and we do whatever's appropriate and that's how they kind of build and if you go to the website the two things the two kind of rhythms of practices that we're building in to help us with this are is actually who are my my six knots who are the Mm. six people who who i would love to come to know jesus that i want that i would that i and i pray for them regularly and then i use and i use the opportunities that god gives to share jesus so who are my six knots there's something about how you identify who those people are and then that six word story that you think here goes a little more again that six word story thing that you talked about james actually and there's something on the website about that can i share the difference that jesus has made in a short way with somebody that might open up a conversation they're the only two things we're saying to people that you know we want you to be able to do because we think then out of that will flow 
the opportunities for you to share. So that is go and share. Next up, live, love, give, go. I've done that in out of order there. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. So this was the last episode. I forgot completely about the episode before, give. <laughs> go and listen to that one. With that, I'm going to stop.